so we have seen all kind of impacts uh, it could be uh, individuals we have seen people who are pretty aged uh, people uh, i mean they are in their 80s 90s 100s they have the collection of photographs of lifetime and their laptops get impacted and the attackers ask them say 250 dollars and unless it's not given they want give the decryption keys okay at the same time there are small enterprises uh, how do they work on right so so we have seen um, see ransomware again uh, it's a very complex thing we have seen cases unfortunately people lose data and in cases where they have no choice they tend to pay and uh, recover from it it's all contextual based actually there are companies which are shut down in fact uh, uh, smaller companies which uh, who have lost data chartered accountants um, who have completely lost data they, they just shut down the shops hello venkat Today is a very happiest day. We have Chandrayaan three landed on the moon. I think whole country is elevated about this. And how do you feel about it? Oh, it's exciting time. So it's it's uh, it's some it's a time for celebrations. Excellent. Uh, however, I, I think this is a good time to catch up with you. I have few kind of questions to understand on the ransomware rapid response and how it works. Uh, this is some uh, somewhere I understand is a bigger issue for most of the organizations and how we go through that. So to briefly understand exactly what is a ransomware and then how it happens, how do we find it out that it happened within the system? Yes, good question, sir. In fact, it's a good start for us. Uh, typical questions we always get asked is, uh, what is a ransomware attack, right? So ransomware, if you look at it, it is not necessarily that your machine is impacted and you see a note telling, okay, your machine is gone now. There's a lot more to it. Someone could take your data. Uh, adversary or a attacker could take your data put it on the data leak sites and ask for ransom so ransomware is a various ways where they could ask um, ask money for um, one is for your data other thing is to get get back to your platforms so is the ransomware attack only for the money part of it or or is there any particular intention is behind this yes so it depends upon the adversary you could have multiple types of adversaries uh, it could be Uh, a nationwide attack or a nation sponsored uh, attack it could be an individual it could be uh, a student who is trying to try out his luck uh, it could be an activist so there are various threat actors who could be doing this ransomware attacks uh, depends that's the reason when an attack happens the initial time of the response uh, we need to see what kind of uh, targeting has happened oh okay so now in the, this is when we're looking into that now how do you differentiate or understand saying that my system or my company got attacked and how do i know that the good question again sir so it's primarily if we are talking about detection how do we detect that a ransomware attack has happened so there are two parts of it one is uh, you detect it internally that's a good case you have enough time to respond now if the external world for example the the media or it's possibly the the ransomware attacker so e leaks out the information and e tells to the world that uh, we are under attack so uh, external detection is something you need to react immediately mm-hmm. if there is a internal detection you have some time to kind of scope it well uh, decide should i respond immediately or do i have some technique of delayed response okay somewhere i was actually reading saying that the ransomware attack actually takes one month two months kind of a thing but at the same time someone is also mentioning that these days it's happening in in a 3 to 4 days time what is this time frame about and then how to know or how long it will stay within my system or environment before we really can make a react to that so first thing is ransomware attacks or any attack kind of uh, 
it happens at a time when you do not expect them or you want them least second please note that uh, attacker would always you could get into your environment stay in the environment go around at the same time you may not take up any specific action he might wait for the right time actually sir. so what is the approximate no. time he, he might uh, take in, in the system to get activated is a month two months one day so uh, again a good question uh, it depends upon the modus operandi and the way the attacker is uh, operating right so he may it all depends upon his motive in case he is able to exfiltrate data and now he has got enough data and now he wants to bring in a, a immediate disruption so he can decide like it's his choice of uh, what is the right time uh, so it is roi see for him the biggest thing is what is the best time how can i get the maximum out of the situation okay so but what kind of situations prompt him to kind of go to an organization individual or or it actually happens uh, kind of in a general luck and then maybe some of them get impacted okay good question again so the biggest thing is uh, a ransomware attack can be targeted or it could be a collateral damage if you look at today's ecosystem where the uh, considering the geopolitical situations uh, there's a lot of political interventions that are happening which could lead to an attack so one is attacker could be targeting your organization second is is uh, is doing a general attack but we could be a collateral victim for it but most of us in terms of when we do our own business i don't think we really go into the politics so whether call it in the geopolitical or a political things but what you are suggesting is even if that is not the case maybe i might be targeted or my company might be targeted into that so in in such a situations how to really get a preemptively find out whether i am been already attacked someone is inside my system or is, is just need to wait for him to still to come back and attack me what what is the best thing to do there the question here primarily is um, a ransomware uh, or a attacker is already in the system now uh, what time does he react to right and what time um, mm-hmm. what what would be his thought process so what we have observed is when a, a attack or the attacker gets into the system he actually waits for some time he waits for some time to see what is the right moment to respond to for him um, again uh, as i said before uh, it is the amount of returns that he gets mm-hmm. at the same time uh, please note that uh, a ransomware can be detected a ransomware uh, intruder can be detected much before he responds to or he takes actions The, what we do is um, as a part of our uh, exercise to build incident response capabilities we build top down and bottom up uh, playbooks to start off let me tell what are the key three things for a company requires to re- to respond to a ransomware attack the key three things co- a company require are uh, ir plan well defined playbooks and third is to practice this playbooks over tabletops and drills okay now at the same time please note that when attacks happen or a, a intruder comes in he leaves trails he might probably uh, leave some basic trails which the someone from the sock team or the someone at a service desk could detect some of them something abnormal maybe a new process or a new software installed so there is always some detection there is some alert which get missed out and that propagates so where do you find these alert uh, i know the systems will collect a lot of logs and then keep them in the system but is the logs going to give me any inputs into that one or or what is the right way to look for that absolutely so uh, typical organization the way it is set up is they have a lot of applications they have a lot of servers um they have saas applications all of these continuously generate logs 
Now these slugs are typically brought into a common area. It could be a SIM solution or it could be a, a general purpose uh, S3 bucket or uh, some place where you put these files. At the same time, it's important that in case you index them or if you are able to put some rules, you need to put in rules. There is some content built where you put in rules telling, okay, now if I see too many attempts to log into this machine, I raise an alert. So the rules have to be triggered and that's where the alerts get generated and that's when you get initial detections. Okay. But at the same time, I think you mentioned it, that the, the attacker is going to come and stay in my system. And uh, yeah, typically you, you mentioned there are some aspects where we can figure it out and, and when and how it is happening there. But are there any phases of these things attack likely to happen? It uh, Like he initially comes and sits on the system and then he picks up one machine and trying to hack it uh, and then subsequently go laterally. Is that the way it happens or is any uh, sequence for that? Or rather, does he follow any sequence? Absolutely. So, uh, attacker typically, uh, I mean, again, there are a lot of ransomware families. Each attackers have their own modus operandi. The word modus operandi is fairly simple. It is basically the kind of steps you would do. Luckily, we have the mitre attack metrics, which clearly tells how the adversary goes from the left side of the metrics to the right side of the metrics. And it tells how does he come into the system? How does he do the initial access? From initial access, how does he move across, um, he, he probably would discover further new machines, he gets initial access, um, he escalates his, uh, or he, he gets more privilege, then moves across the network, discovers systems, moves across lateral movement, and finally he, he discovers what are the core assets of the company. And then he uh, establishes uh, CNC communication, is uh, able to exfiltrate the data outside. So that's where the entire phase of attack happens and all of these phases where he leaves trails. So that's where you can, uh, in fact what I'm trying to tell you is the attackers have their own playbooks. They know exactly I need to do these steps, what to do, how to do and when to do. Oh, but that's really interesting to know that he has a playbook to do it. Yes. But at the same time, I, I think if these leaving trails, that also could be a awareness for others uh, saying that okay, to find out uh, and how these things are happening. So. In such a situations, once the ransomware is attacked and cleaned, uh, does it mean saying that we can be granted that it will going to repeat again? Okay. So, whenever a ransomware attack or any attack happens, there is a very clear way of response. Again, this is true for any incident. It mm -hmm. could be a potential event, a potential incident or a potential crisis. So, we have a well-defined way of response. One is when a real attack happens. Um, the key thing is you need to analyze it. I mean, you're going to scope the problem. Analysis, containment, eradication, recovery and aftermath. So in the phase of containment, you are actually stopping the ransom for, from spreading. So in the case of eradication, you are ensuring that the ransomware family is completely out or the adversary is completely out. And then in the recovery, you ensure everything is started fresh. So there is no chance of uh, adversary uh, probably coming in again. At the same time, you ensure any vulnerability or anything that is missing is controlled. At the same time, you need to have visibility. Because post uh, a complete uh, rescue operation or a recovery, you need to monitor, get visibility, 
monitor, ensure that no one else comes back again, uh, ensure the right policies are followed, controls established. Looks like all your experience is really speaking well and I think thanks for sharing this information. But at the same time I have a kind of question saying that what are other scenarios likely the, the you have seen uh, in terms of the ransomware attack? Because there are institutions and organizations which are small in the nature, medium and maybe larger enterprises. Large enterprises have got the resources or maybe they can uh, do, do various, put money or uh, tools and get things done out. How does this process actually work out uh, for a, a smaller companies? Because again, I am sure in your experience you must have seen these attacks happening at, at a different levels and a different uh, impact for them. You yes. can just elaborate. Yes, absolutely. So we have seen all kind of uh, impacts. Uh, it could be uh, individuals, we have seen people who are pretty aged, uh, peop uh, I mean they are in their 80s, 90s, 100s. They have the collection of photographs of lifetime and their laptops get impacted and the attackers ask them say $250 and unless it's not given they won't uh, give the decryption keys. Okay. At the same time there are small enterprises, uh, how do they work on right? So, so we have seen, um, see ransomware is again, uh, it's a very complex thing. We have seen cases, unfortunately people lose data and um, uh, in cases they have no choice, they tend to pay and uh, recover from it. It's all across, it's an, it's something which is, it's all contextual based actually. There are companies which are shut down. In fact, uh, uh, smaller companies which uh, who have lost data, chartered accountants um, who have completely lost data, they, they just shut down the shop. Oh, that's really unfortunate yes. to, to look into that. Uh, but, but at the same time, I think the question here is, uh, suppose like as I mentioned, uh, someone is willing to pay, but is there a guarantee that this is not going to repeat for them or maybe need to make repeat payments or someone else is going to leverage the same thing else? Because end of the day, it's a trust. How does the, these guys going to work? It's yeah. So there are two parts of it. So like, so if you see uh, the ransomware, uh, the entire business itself is fairly matured actually. So they also don't want to lose the their reputation. No, I mean, <laughs> so they're, they're fairly well established. They have their own protocols, good playbooks, good affiliate models. Uh, in fact, they're a lot more collaborated and working together. Wow. So uh, they also don't want to lose their reputation. So they ensure that, uh, again, uh, we do not recommend to pay a ransom, but most cases, it's a situation, it's a context. If it's something uh, life-threatening, or if there is no choice, uh, this is the only way. Again, it's a decision that is made based on the context. Basically, in, in the process, we are saying that what is the guarantee that these people are uh, not going to come back again and re-attack or uh, redo, redo it? How do we really go with this? Is, is it just pure trust and then we believe them? Yes. So, there are multiple ways like this. One is, if you have your backup well, I mean, if you have backed up your data and you are sure you can restore it, you can go ahead with the process. Or, I mean, you can just completely live with, without with the data being lost. The other part is, if it's something you need to, you have no choice. If you do not have choice, uh, you will need to go, based on, again, it all is contextual. Mm -hmm. It all depends upon if it is something life-threatening, you have no choice, uh, but again, you need business continuity. The decision is all depends, also depends on the culture of the company. That's so, right. certain companies, uh, they have well-defined culture that pre, before a crisis, in fact, the entire, uh, what I didn't mention here is, see, there's a three phases of response. One is uh, a pre-crisis or a pre-incident, during incident and a post-incident. A lot of times during the pre-incident phase where companies or everyone decide that even if an attack happens, we are not going to pay ransom, right? So, there you have clarity. 
but certain times for example the context tells that it's life threatening and human normal life is blocked uh, again it's compelling okay now given the kind of things that one of the things which is also there uh, of course in this case is the insurance uh, kind of a thing cyber insurance and some of the people take it to protect their business and thing would that going to be any of help for us to what extent this loss can be mitigated no a lovely question sir in fact cyber insurance itself is a big topic actually it's become a fairly sophisticated topic of discussion it's also evolving uh, what is key to understand is how the policies defined how do you get your cyber insurance what are the policies defined what are the claims um, when do you involve them uh, so it's fairly a field which is getting established at this point of time there are some uh, kind of uh, improvements happening around this space it's interesting things how uh, it's evolving but the key thing is when uh, a ransomware or an incident happens it's important to involve the insurance teams a lot earlier they could come they could help you bring in the experts they could also help in negotiations they could also uh, advise on what is the right decision making so it's important to involve the insurance team at the much earlier stage at the same time be along with them during the journey to avoid any kind of confusions which happens later on in fact we have seen companies who try to claim insurance after 6 months uh, a incident has happened and that's where they get into little uh, confusions but the, this cyber com- insurance companies generally do a due diligence and and our systems etc so obviously you are suggesting that we should keep them informed about it or maybe kind of talk into that no. okay at the right time uh, inform them involve them work with them in the beginning you were actually mentioning about the communication can you elaborate more on that what is that communication and then is it internal to us or the customers or the external world what, what how does it need to go perfect so in, in fact when during a ransomware uh, response it's both at the technical level and at the tactical level uh, in fact the, at the strategic level so there's a technical response and there's a strategic management level response so if you look at a holistic way of how ransomware has to be responded it is you have your technical response and you have the entire uh, you have the ceo responding to it you have the cso working with the the cro or the risk officers the finance officers the cfos so you have the the legal the communication teams uh, so it's the entire community that responds to an attacks in fact if i look at a little bit more deeper it's not only the organization you also work with the law agencies you work with the the certs you also work with uh, external third party experts so there's a lot of ecosystem uh, it's a community response actually for major ransomware attacks in in between you also mentioned about some of the tabletop exercises in need to be done so when i do the tabletop exercise it's not only the it team i need to involve all these people as well preferably so. in fact what we recommend uh, in our companies uh, you need to do tabletops at multiple levels tabletops uh, at the technical level where we take uh, minor scenarios at tabletops at the executive level we take up a crisis and respond to it a tabletops where it's combined so you need to do a lot of this uh, repeated drills or tabletops on a very regular basis understand the gaps and get better and better at it it's not going to work out that i'll be doing once a year uh, tabletop and uh, assume we have built cyber resiliency a cyber resiliency is a journey a program that has to be taken over a period of time and that's where a company is better prepared 
uh, with a better posture to respond to ransomware attacks. But most of the thing organizations are, uh, are well oiled in terms of doing the phishing or maybe email uh, attacks and trainings to the people. But is that sufficient or else something else need to be done? Because ransomware attacks looks to be more uh, impactful and immediately can be seen. So, uh, what else is can be done at the organization level for the awareness? Yeah. So, first thing is uh, today if you look at uh, the situations, uh, there is a good amount of phishing awareness actually that is coming across. I mean, uh, the number of the ransomware getting uh, initiated through rans phishing is slightly on the lower side uh, compared to the other uh, ways. Uh, the reason is there is good amount of training that is happening. I mean, these um, organizations have today realized um, uh, that they have implemented tools, uh, brought in awareness about phishing, that there could be a lot more entry points. Mm -hmm. There could be a lot more entry points like uh, some of your systems being vulnerable, uh, systems not patched, uh, could be use cases where credentials are lost. If you look at a little bit deeper today, SaaS is uh, a company relies on a lot of SaaS solutions. There are a lot of third-party SaaS solutions. So, the credentials lost for, for these applications, it could be credential loss for your own admin applications, your own internal applications. So, there are a lot more uh, parameters or uh, in fact today if you look at it it's not a not only the you, you're not in a castle you're in a much more your surface of exposure is extremely large and especially with work from home it increases all the more okay now you brought that kind of the work from home scenario into the place uh, and again uh, most of the employees are saying that we already have all these controls in our my environment system and uh, how can I can't work from them. When you say these are not something which is not supposed to do or, or access it. But they also use their machines for the personal use and sometimes they access some of the sites which they are not supposed to. And uh, the way you are mentioning it, maybe at during that time the ransomware might be sitting in the uh, uh, system for the employee. When he brings back into the working environment, it gets opened up. User awareness is definitely one of the key aspects of it, uh, despite being this thing. Now, how do we kind of educate users uh, in, in these things, more specifically in the when, when they feel a sense of urgency? Because sometimes I think they might get a call to say that, okay, look, you need to make this payment. Now they can't go home and do it, but they need to do it there and that's why they access something else. How, how do you handle like, How do you help the employees with a sense of urgency? Yeah. So, so it's key that, uh, please know that this is something serious, right? I mean, the employees... Uh, need to be aware that uh, it's the attacks are going to be very sophisticated. It's not again. It's important to understand that the impact is very high. So it's not something which um, they can take casually. It's also a matter of uh, discipline, the discipline and the culture that uh, the organization brings in. Uh, and today there's no choice. Uh, companies need to ensure the employees understand the criticality of response, the criticality of business impact. So that's where there has to be due diligence from employees. Uh, they need to take care. Of course, there are cases where we see there's this concept of sense of urgency where the social uh, engineering attacks could happen. Uh, the, the best way is to be aware and, and be uh, responsible. Right. I, I think Rapshad, I think this is really good that you kind of elaborated a lot of topics and, and systems uh, for us. But however, I, I think I summarized these things coming up in, into uh, two, three areas. One, uh, being aware of what's happening and what likely to happen for the users 
and users getting ready and aligned with the IT teams and IT security teams more specifically to, to accept their kind of guidelines and education on a regular basis to minimize these attacks. Otherwise, the organizations are going to be in a shambles and we as individuals be responsible for that. See, so himself is not the kind of person IT security team cannot solve by himself. All of us work together into that. Thanks for sharing a lot of these inputs and hopefully I have got more questions but we will come back in the next episode. Thanks for your time and then spending uh, day with me. Thank you Thank very you. much Ramesh. It's a pleasure talking to you. Thank you.